should just be a little further this way. You holding up all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Just a little hard to move in these things. You'll get used to it. Can't believe we had to wait for four hours just for them to realize that no one else was going to use a child size suit. I mean, have you seen any other children here? I'm sure it's just procedure. I guess this is it. Yeah, I guess so. Access code required. Code accepted. Wow. There's more here than I thought there'd be. I suspect some of it is left over from the hotel's construction. Probably cheaper to leave it here for the time being than to send it back anywhere else. At least they aren't just spacing it. And I guess when they bring it here, there's some sort of method to its storage. Probably the oldest in the back and over there, and the more recent up closer to here. Which would mean this is our relevant area? Sure. We can start there and work our way back. Um, how much time do we have? <laughs> you mean you weren't paying attention in our safety class? <laughs> That's what I get you around for. Air supply lasts for two hours, and uh, it was roughly a ten-minute walk. Uh, so an hour and a half tops to be safe. Got it. I hope we're back well before that. Digging through trash, not your favorite thing. Have you ever had garbage detail on case before? <laughs> Some, but I was usually needed elsewhere. I rarely had that luxury. When you and three other officers are on the scene, and um, you find a dumpster that has to be searched, and you're four and a half feet tall, guess who's the one that gets volunteered and thrown in? You? Bingo. Some people's careers end up in the trash, but mine started there. I found you can tell a lot about someone from their garbage. What they eat, how much they drink, um, if they recycle, and even what things they value or don't. And it beat the hell out of dealing with suspects and witnesses. Now that's the kind of mess I don't like. Nothing here. Um, I'm moving over there. Okay. Doesn't sound to me like you hated it that much, though. No, I didn't. So why so anxious to be done? Who says I'm anxious? You've been fidgety ever since we suited up. Well, first of all, I almost just ended up as one of these cubes. And now we're out here, with only a little insulation protecting us from a hostile environment that wants to suck the life out of us. Feels like I'm testing fate. Sounds like my first days. What? Oh, I said you'll get used to it. Mm, I don't want to get used to it. I'm hoping this will be a one-time thing. Wait. I think I got something. What is it? Here are some pieces of what looks like a computer. Or used to be, anyway. Wait. Someone threw away a computer. Suspicious, isn't it? I think this might be what we're after. Do you think it's salvageable, though? Uh, it looks pretty well gone. Mm, don't know, but we'll um, bag it up anyway. It's all potential evidence, and we can grade it once we get back inside. 
please stand on the flashing green surface and put your arms up. Ah, sweet air. <sighs> well, now we can say we've done it. <laughs> please retrieve any personal items from storage locker. Thank you for walking. Now, let's see what we've got. You're going to do it here? If it's all the same to you, I figured we can use these benches to sort it out and the lockers to hold or categorise whatever we need to. Okay, that works. Detectives, I hope you had a delightful time. I see you even brought back a souvenir. Yeah, but we might need your help to get into it. Of course. I am at your disposal. (laughs) Can you break this cube open? There. Okay, let's see what's in here. Crushed computer. Sticker says Olympus Z7. Screen and frame destroyed. Bent motherboard. Cracked RAM. Hard drive looks intact. Will you put that over there? Sure. We also have some extra cables and a connection hub of some kind. Hmm, Not familiar with those types of connections, though. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. You think this was what they used to hack into the surveillance feed? Could be. What's um, next? Aha! Two phones. I figured they'd turn up somewhere. Now we know we're on the right trail. One of them is, uh, a little worse for wear. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's not going to turn on. What about the other? <gasps> this one works. <laughs> and the lock screen is a very introspective picture of Damien. Well, that answers that question, then. Oh, Alfred, what was Damien's birthday? Accessing records. July 5th. 2054. You really think he set the lock number as his birthday? You'd be surprised how many people do. Let's try, um, 7554. Okay, uh, what about 2054? Um, put that aside for later. We have some more stuff here. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, what's next? A set of tools in... Industrial quality, zipped up, and missing the screwdriver. Not missing. It's right there. It's pretty bent up, though. Perfect. Matches the tool set, but was found outside of it. Suggests its removal and use before being discarded. Has a dried stain on the metal. Stabbing instrument, consistent with the cause of Damien's death, making this a possible, if not probable, murder weapon. I'll run some tests on that later. Um, can you put it over there? Yeah. Hmm, that's all I see. Everything else looks pretty mundane. Okay, so what are you thinking? I think we hit a gold mine. If I had to guess, I'd say the killer murdered Damien with a screwdriver. Killed Lydia too, I guess. Then hacked into the security system and blacked themselves out of the footage. Then threw everything away. Okay, so we need to find out who the computer belonged to, what's on the hard drive, and how to get into the phone. 
Well, when I was talking to Cypress, she mentioned that um, one of the other guests, um, Mr. Moon, was a tech expert. I think I'll go talk to him, see if he knows anything. Alfred, do you know where I can find him? Several of the patrons have been staying in the casino. I believe I saw him there. Okay, I'll go check. I have a laptop with me. I'll um, take the hard drive and poke around once I've confirmed this screwdriver is the murder weapon. And if you two are finished, I will route one of the cleaning units to take care of the remaining waste. Not yet. There may still be something here we don't know we need. Very well. Just let me know when you are finished. And Detective Duncan? Yeah? If that computer was used to access the security system, then the hard drive likely contains very malicious code. I would recommend deleting it if you find any. Okay. I'll um, keep that in mind. All right. Everyone has their cards. First moves to you, Roger. I'm going to race. Huh. That race here, too. Ugh. I fold. Again? Why are you even playing if all you do is fold before the game even starts? Well, if I didn't keep getting bad cards... You only have two. You know what? Fine. Here, you be the dealer, and I'll play your hand. But Move. I... Ugh. Fine. Okay. I'm gonna raise to 10,000. I'll raise two. Call. Really? I expected more from you. <laughs> well, dealer, give us the flop. The what? Draw the cards. Oh, right. Um, eight of spades, king of hearts, and ten of spades. <laughs> I'll raise. Now fold. Raise. One hundred thousand. I'll call. Five hundred thousand. So, you will come out and play. Two of clubs. Uh, I fold. Two million British pounds. I don't think this is my fight. I'm going to fold two. Well, Alice, what's your move? Six million Scottish reserve <laughs> notes. Oh, detective. Did you need something? I'm looking for Mr. Moon. Alfred said he might be here. Uh, he was. He's on break now. Break? Yes, we've allotted everyone some time to leave the group if they wish. It isn't perfect, but it was the best compromise we could reach. Huh. I don't see Omar and Imani. Are they on a break too? No, they never joined us. Because we can't let safety distract from important marital business, now can we? Compromise can only go so far, and we can't very well make people stay here. Correct. That would be a violation of their rights. But on the bright side, if Mr. Moon ends up dead, then we'll all know who the killers are. I see. Well, before that happens, does anyone know where he might be? I think he went that way, but beyond that, I don't know. Thanks. All right. Last card. Jared. Okay, here we go. What's this? 
We didn't agree on wild cards. No, we didn't. Jared, didn't you remove the jokers? It's a new deck. I didn't think about it. Idiot boy. The first thing you do is always separate the jokers. Okay, okay. No big deal. I'll just draw the next one instead. No, you can't do that. The mere inclusion of jokers has thrown off the whole integrity of the game. If I'd known there were wild cards, no. All bets are off. Reshuffle, redraw. What an amateur. Oh, that was a lot of money you could have had. If you'd like to pursue any legal avenues for recompense, I'd be more than happy to help you. It was an innocent mistake. If they threaten you with legal action, I'd be more than happy to help you. Let's just redraw, please. Zoom in. Oh, remarkable. It's quite the collection, huh? isn't oh, it? Oh, detective. Uh, yes, I suppose. I, it, I wasn't... I wasn't actually looking at the rocks. Well, I mean, I was clearly looking at them, but that wasn't my focus. You see, I was testing this device. I'm sorry, what device? Hmm. You can't see it? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Excellent. Yet another mark in its favor. This is a new eye enhancement apparatus. Hmm? As the lead investor, I was given an early prototype. And I must say, I'm very impressed. I'm afraid I can't elaborate anymore, but suffice it to say, it will revolutionize eyesight as we know it. Sounds useful. <laughs> it absolutely will be. It's Mr. Moon, isn't it? Yes, Moon Jinwan. And what brought you to the moon, Mr. Moon? Anthony Carroy is a personal friend of mine, and a <laughs> professional rival. When I heard he partnered with Harrington Hotels to furnish it with staff, I honestly didn't think he could pull it off. And when he told me he had, I knew I had to come up here and see it for myself. And just look at this. These Gemini droids are incredible. Completely self-sustaining. Can you imagine the profit margins they'll be looking at in just a few years? It's brilliant. So you don't think the murders will deter business at all? Not in the long run. Look at the diamond industry. Hmm? It was built on slave labor, and cruel and barbaric stories were a dime a dozen. Still are, if you look hard enough. But that didn't stop people from buying then, and it doesn't stop them from buying now. Progress is unstoppable, and it cares not for the casualties it leaves behind it, as lamentable as they may be. That's a very big-picture view of things. You have to look at it that way. If you stay in the trenches, you end up getting burnt, spent, and bent out of shape. Here, take one of these, for instance. Please do not touch the Ugh, Fine. Just look at these, all right? At any moment, a meteor could hit Earth, and it would be all over, and none of us could do anything about it. We're so fragile, and rocking the boat is the quickest way to get it capsized. Better to just relax, ride the waves, and invest in where the current is taking you. 
watched him as he floated effortlessly in his hover chair, bobbing up and down in slight hypnotic pulses. His face placed him somewhere between mid-50s and early 60s, not exactly what I would call feeble. His hover chair was likely either a choice of convenience or the solution to an unseen injury. That's a very interesting philosophy. Well, if there's one thing I take seriously, it's leisure. And I'm one of the only ones, it seems, as evidenced by this trip. What do you mean? I mean, even here, on the moon, all some people can think about is work. Mr. Percy is obsessed with documenting his stay for his travel show. Cypress is perpetually frustrated with the pressure of performing. The lawyers are scurrying around like rats underfoot, desperate for anyone's patronage. Even the killer, whoever it is, was doing a job. And you and your partner are only here because of that. Work, work, work. <sighs> Did you know the moon's gravity is only 17% of what it is back on Earth? This should be a place for taking a load off our shoulders. Too few of us are here for the reason we should be. Relaxation. And what about Damien Detweiler? What can you tell me about him? Do you know why he was here? Damien? Ah, he was the definition of a man on a mission. Really? Did you know him? No, not previously. The only time I spoke to him was when we were boarding the train. I was just behind him in line for the baggage check and saw the scan of one of his suitcases. It was one of my computers. Your computers? Yes, the Olympus Z7. A heavy-duty workhorse, that one. Anthony once told me that all his engineers are required to use that model due to its superior stability and power output. I know they're also standard issue in the American Pentagon, police departments, hospitals, and the telecom industry, as well as many private tech companies. Anyway, I initially funded the company that manufactures them. <laughs> One of the best investments I've ever made. And did you wonder why he was bringing something like that with him to the moon? Oh. I did more than wonder. I asked him. He told me that a work emergency had come up. But rather than cancel his trip, he'd elected to just bring his work with him. And did Damien say where he worked or what he did? No, I was going to ask, but his back's cleared and he was allowed to proceed. I assume he worked in the medical or tech field. Maybe animation? Not sure. All I know is that you wouldn't need something like that unless you were working on some serious stuff. Interesting. Tell me, do you have any knowledge or experience with surveillance systems? I've invested in a couple of manufacturers, yeah. Do you know who designed the system in use here? Hmm, let me see. If the cameras are the same as the museum display sensors... Ah, oh, yes. That would be Okrona surveillance systems based out of Poland. You can tell because of the elegant crescent shape. Top-of-the-line equipment. <sighs> They're one of the ones I let slip away. And based on your experience, how hard would a system like this be to hack into? Well, nothing is unhackable. 
but you'd have to be a technological savant to hack into an Okrona system. And you couldn't do it remotely. You would have to be a direct connection. Could you do it? Me? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not a technician myself. I have interests in a great many areas of research, and I know my way around the corporate technical world, but put me in the labs with a keyboard? No, that's not my place. Why are you asking? Just trying to get a feel for the subject matter. We may have some evidence that the system here was compromised to hide the killer's movements. You don't say. Well, that might finally put a dent in Okrona's reputation. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't have any leads for you. And I don't know any of the guests very well. And where were you around 10 o'clock on Wednesday night? I was in my room from 8.30 until morning. I've made it a habit to end the day with some calming yoga before bed. I found it does wonders for my sleep and peace of mind. You should try it. Maybe I will. Thank you for your time, Mr. Moon. I'll be in touch if I have any follow-up questions. Please excuse me. Of course. Happy to help. Cole, there you are. Yeah? Um, what is it? Ah, I think we got a break. So, when we first got here, I forwarded Damien's information to an Earthside contact of mine, a buddy from back when I was with the Force. He's a researcher, really tech-savvy. Anyway, I just got a response from him. What did he say? Here, listen for yourself. Hey, Bianca, it's Ronan. So, I did some digging. And let me tell you, the pickings on this one were slim to none. Uh, let's see. First, I took the files you gave me and tried to trace the payments used to book the hotel and space train, but both originated from separate Swiss bank accounts. Suspicious, but ultimately a dead end. His listed place of work was also a pretty obvious shell, and his listed residence in South America was an apartment complex that had been bulldozed and replaced by a warehouse two years ago. Oh man, it's been a while since I've seen a ghost as elusive as this guy. But, in case you forgot, I am the master. So, I started searching, and I mean absolutely trolling through the webs for anything. And the only mention I could find of the name Damien Detweiler, cross-referenced with millionaire or billionaire, blah blah blah, was from an old online role-playing forum a couple of decades back. Now, now, I know what you're thinking, but you know me, and naturally, I was intrigued. So... I dug a little deeper and was able to tie the user profile associated with Damien, a Dynamite 9750, to an IP address of a computer purchased by a guy named Dwight Simmons. Okay, okay, now, now hang with me, hang with me. So this guy Dwight, he's 16 years old at the time, born on September 7th, 2050. He lives in Ohio with his parents and no siblings. He's pretty active on that forum and others like it during most of his grade school years, but that starts to taper off a bit during his senior year. He also makes the basketball and soccer teams every year, but game stats show he hardly plays in games at all. Uh, anyway, th anyway, then he goes to college at Carnegie Mellon University and majors in computer science. Aces all his classes and graduates in three years. <laughs> pretty smart dude from the sound of it. Still with me? Are you Good, 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 because this is when the burger hits the bun. Oh, yes, oh, yes. The reason I thought this was interesting is that a few years after graduating, the 
this Mr. Simmons moves to Hungary and takes a job as an AI technician at, wait for it, Gemini Industries. Gemini Industries, which I'm sure you already know, but I'm going to tell you anyways, is the company that manufactures and programs the androids for your little moon resort. Yeah, from there, he brings the same level of intelligence and drive as he did in school, works his way up to engineer, and apparently gets awarded employee of the month several times a year. Uh, never married, but consistently sends money back home to his parents. Basically a mini-me. And that's where the trail ends. <laughs> Gemini Industries has a firewall that's more imposing than some governments, so whatever else there is about him, I couldn't get it. <sighs> now I know that's one wild connection, but it was the only relevant info I could dig up. And it's got some weirdly intertwining pieces. Oh, 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 and speaking of... There was one more thing you might find interesting. Back on the role-playing forum, the way Dwight's character Damien made his money was by building and selling robots. Guess him winding up at Gemini was a goal he'd had for a while. Anyway, hope that helps somehow, and uh, hope you make mad bucks on this case, because after all that work, you at least owe me a fancy dinner. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Peace out. Well, what do you think? Well, your friend is right about one thing. The connections are wild. Why would Gemini Industries send a tech up here with a fake name, a fake backstory, and Swiss bank accounts? I'm not sure if I buy it. Yeah. If Gemini had wanted to send a representative, Harrington and the hotel surely would have permitted it. Exactly. So... Why do it in secret with a fake alias? And why send an engineer and not a company spokesperson or board member? Ronan did say that Damien, or Dwight now, I suppose, if this is actually him, was a hard worker. Maybe they'd pull some strings and rewarded him with a vacation. But again, if that was the case, there'd be no need for a cover story. Unless... What? Maybe his loyalty wasn't being rewarded. Maybe it was being used. What do you mean? Instead of looking at it like rewarding a good worker, maybe they sent a man they knew they could trust to do something for them. That explains him bringing the work laptop, as well as the focused man-on-a-mission vibe that Mr. Moon said Damien had. What would be a job that a loyal computer engineer is the best candidate to help with? That's within Gemini Industries' authority. The robots? Think about it. These are the most advanced models ever built. Just look at Alfred. They put a whole hotel in his hands without a single human backup in case something went wrong. That's a big statement. And a big opportunity for sabotage. Perhaps the robots aren't above investigation after all. Hmm, well... The automation of this hotel has definitely had a few bugs. And we know that the security system was compromised to cover up the murders. So someone has been up to something. And maybe Damien is with Gemini. Maybe he isn't. But either way, with a fake name, address and place of work and everything, he's a shadow operative of some sort. And I'm going to have to up my rate for this one. Fake everything... 
Wait a minute. Do you still have his phone? Yeah. Can I have it? Sure. Um, what are you thinking? A possible way to verify this. Ha! Got it. The pin number was his birthday, just like his forum username, 9750. Why would he do that? That's the most unprofessional thing I've ever seen. Because nobody was supposed to know he was anyone other than Damien. And this looks like a burner phone, so he probably set it as something he knew he could remember. What's on it? Looks like there's only one contact save in the phone, but it's left four messages. Play them. Okay, this one is dated Tuesday the 22nd at 10.48 a.m., almost a day after the guests first arrived. Hey, Damien. It's Lydia. Thanks for giving me your phone number, and thanks for dinner and the conversation yesterday. You've really piqued my interest, and I'd love to follow up with you. Are you free tonight? Maybe you could come to my room, and we could conduct a more personal interview. I'll order some wine. I'm in the Callisto suite, Jupiter Wing. I'll send you my door code. Hope to see you. And that night is when the cameras record him walking to her room. And these next three are a day later, on the night of the murder. This one is at 11.17 p.m. <laughs> hey, Damien, you shouldn't be working so much on vacation. Will you take a break? I don't feel like sleeping tonight, but I could use some company. And this one is from midnight. <laughs> Damien, where are you? Don't keep me waiting long. And the last message is at 1.30 a.m. I see how it is. Making me come to you. Fine, you win. But I want to see what it is that you've been working on in there. That's all there is. Pretty predatory <sighs> behavior for a journalist. You think it was an act? Oh, definitely. Alice was right. Doesn't sound like she cared who or what she had to do to get what she wanted. I bet she could sense something was off with him. Or maybe he was the only one she didn't recognize of the group, so she went digging for the real story. And got herself caught up in the middle of whatever was really going on. Yeah. So that's Lydia pretty decently answered for. But who's the other operative? Any guesses? I don't know. But if this is a case of corporate espionage, and if Dwight was able to come up here with a fake identity, then it's entirely possible that somebody else could too. Hello, followers. Ernest Worthy here. And the time has come to finish the work I came here to do. Things haven't gone quite according to plan, but when do they ever? Am I right? Some detectives have arrived and are investigating what's been going on. Huh. Could be something Black Ops. But either way, it's only a minor setback. I remain committed to my mission, and I've still got an ace up my sleeve. We are going to make history. 
The world has doubted the knowledge we possess for over a hundred years and oppressed our brothers and sisters for believing. But today, they will be made to know the truth. And nothing, no restrictions, no investigations, and no detectives will stop me from bringing it to them. Vindication is coming, my friends. Stay tuned. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us at Heaven's Gate Resort and Hotel. We are truly honored by your presence and hope you've enjoyed your visit thus far. This experience was envisioned by Richard C. Mills and Jordan H. Mills and was brought to life by the vocal talents of Marta De Silva, Lofty Fulton, David Alt, June Yoon, Joanna Tope, Antonio King, Sasha Mazakowski, Ethan Carlson, Andy Harvey, Daniel Cross, Hesham El Shazli, and Alexandra Grace Willoughby, with additional performances by Joseph Narducci, Nato Jacobson, Laura Richcreek, Georgia McKenzie, Sean Condy, Hannah Glavin, J.K. Robbins, Randy Strew, Vinay Nariani, Bjorn Munson, Chaz Alberti, and Nathaniel Battaglia. Casting assistance provided by June Yoon and Jasmine Sabri, and recording assistance by Tom Service and Rami Hussein. Editing by Christian Carlson and Richard C. Mills, with sound design and engineering by Richard C. Mills and Dane Leonardson. Musical score created and produced by the IB Oral team, with original compositions by Alexi Gala, sound design, mix and master by Edgar Ibarra, and music management by Juan Jimenez, with Luna Concert Music written and performed by Sasha Mazakowski. Artwork and graphic design by Jordan H. Mills. And of course, none of this would be possible without the generous support of our patrons, including Rich and Jeanette Mills, William and Sharon Heath, Eric Carlson, Chaz Alberti, and Nathaniel Battaglia. If you've enjoyed your time here, we'd like to encourage you to rate and review your stay. And on behalf of all the creators and staff, we want to thank you for choosing Heaven's Gate Resort and Hotel. We hope you'll visit again soon.